0: Hello there! We'd like to welcome you to the virtual kitchen table. We're Erin from Ever Learning, Ashley from Ashley's Mama and Storytime Shelves, and myself, Hayley, from Taking a Kinder Path. We're gathering for conversations about family life and home education, particularly unschooling, which is sometimes known as self directed learning, or as I like to call it, natural learning. We'll be sharing our experiences and ideas, learning as we go. We hope you'll pull a chair up to the table and join us.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Virtual Kitchen Table. Uh, my name's Hayley, and I'm here with the lovely Erin and Ashley today.
2: How are you guys? Good. Hello to both of you. Hello. Hi to both of you, too. I'm fine. How are you uh- doing today? Oh yeah, I'm doing good. Thank
1: you. And um, I should say happy anniversary to you both because it's actually almost exactly a year um, since we recorded the first virtual kitchen table. So that's exciting. I think think, what what are we on now episode? Is it 16? Or
2: yeah, I'm not sure. But It it might be 16. But then we have quite a few that are part one and part two. So yeah. In reality, yeah. it's kind of like way more than that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
2: we, yeah. we've yeah. done a few.
1: Okay, so this episode today, we, we um, this episode is about lists. And it came about really, um, the idea was sparked in me a long time ago. Uh, one of my favorite ever Christmas presents um, was actually a book of lists. And I think it was one of those kind of tall, tallest animals, longest rivers, um, you know best places to visit in the world and I I don't know how old I was when I got this book but I've always remembered it and I I basically I started making lists then and I haven't stopped so I thought hey an episode about lists would be really cool because I thought every home educating family must make lots of lists because we make loads of lists in our house and I brought this idea to you to you too and discovered to my surprise, actually, when I said, oh, let's do an episode about lists, you were kind of like, oh, yeah, lists, that's okay. Yeah, I don't really make many of them. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> so so we, we're we not sure where this conversation is going to go, but I think it should be quite interesting because I'm a bit of an external processor and lists are really how I organise my thoughts. Um, so first I thought I'd share a few lists that we make in our house Um, so i think i've shared this before one of the very first uh, very first projects that we did when we started home educating 14 years ago was we made joy lists Um, and we we repeat those quite regularly another thing that we do is we make adventure lists Um, so this year i made a list of 23 things that i wanted to do in 2023 um, we also have project lists uh, and in our house a project isn't just things like um, making a replica stonehenge although that is an actual project that we've done um, a project really is something for us anyway it's something that takes either more than one or two steps or it's something that we repeat quite often so Uh, a strange example maybe but I I love walking so I kind of think as of walking as one of my projects because it would be too easy for me to just get up and walk out the door (laughs) um I (laughs) I do a lot of thinking about um yeah new I like to collect new places to walk I like to think about how many hours or how many miles or um what time of day I'm gonna walk and how I'm gonna fit my walks in next week and when can i do walks with different people so yeah that's kind of a project um my eldest daughter's just turned 25 and she did a 25 things to do before she was 25 and she actually told me this morning that she's now working on 25 things she's learned at the age of 25 so (laughs) so that should be quite interesting Uh um So, anyway, enough about my list. I could go on about this for ages. and I'm sure you can tell, Erin. Do you think you could share with us what you thought when I suggested the topic of lists?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, Haley, I think if I'm remembering, it was with a. There were a few different thoughts we were brainstorming a little bit, or I think you had brainstormed a few, um, and I thought they all looked interesting. And I think trying to remember how I responded or what I was was thinking but essentially I I was thinking it would be a really nice practical conversation for people and it's kind of like um you know there's a lot of conversation in homeschooling and in unschooling about uh how do people organize their time how do people kind of keep track of things for some people they do you know they need to do various kinds of record keeping and so i remember thinking oh that is just a really nice like that could be a really great practical topic um but i was also thinking and i think i'm going to said this it might be one i'm more like listening to or getting ideas from because i don't know that i'd have much to offer because i don't think of myself as somebody who makes lists um like i don't even make a grocery list <laughs> I'm just not a list person. Now I do, if, if I have to get things for other people, I will ask them to send me a list and I'm very diligent about their list, but I don't, isn't that funny? Like I don't know that I've ever really walked into the grocery store with, with a list. And so when I think about it, um, like in the context of family or in the context of like home education, um, I do know you know what I think I think I think through lists sometimes so so i've I have made lists of books, for example that um that that I might be interested in reserving from the library, that kind of thing, but it 's not really for the purpose of like i don't know where those lists are <laughs> just, it's kind of like I write as i 'm looking at something and it 's not necessarily for the purpose of okay i 'm going to keep this list and then i'll I'll take it here um I don't know. I, I'm sure I'm sounding really disorganized, and I'm actually not an overly disorganized person, but I guess I just don't organize through lists. So I don't know. I I think I'm going to have to keep processing through this conversation. So Ashley, I'm interested to hear what you what might have come up for you.
3: Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think similar to you, Erin, when um, Haley you suggested the topic of lists. Um, I kind of my brain kind of went to the same idea of like organizing information, um, and the different times in my life life that I've created lists and for what purposes. But but I also was kind of like I don't think I'll have much to contribute. I don't know that I'll have much to say. And it was funny because one of the first things I thought of um, was how my husband actually. definitely writes more lists than i do um so i really enjoyed in thinking about our conversation today um the lists that i've made in the past or that i currently make now uh, but also the yeah other people in my family like the different types of lists that my husband's made over the years which i'll even just come across when i'm cleaning out a drawer um and then lists that my one kid makes i was thinking about it i never would have described him as like a list maker before but he is um likes to make his own lists also likes and asks me often to look up lists like um he'll say like mama can you look up a list of the strongest animals or a lot of like uh tv and movie character type lists always wanting and he thinks there's a list for everything (laughs) i can just google it and there will be a list so then we moved into him creating his own lists um and then my other kiddo I was really trying to think and I don't think lists have really been a thing for him. So um, yeah, it was interesting to think about that. And then one thing I wanted to mention that I realized too, is I don't do a lot of list making right now. I do some for mostly just like organization, I will do a grocery list, but not every time. Um, But I really more so in the past, but even now I enjoy the process of making a list. And what I mean is, I like um, like the physical act of writing a list. Like I like the colorful pens. I've got a bright one now. Um, I like the handwriting practice. Like I will rewrite a list to make it look nicer. Um, fun new stationery, especially when I was younger, but even now. Um, so sometimes I'll write a list. Not so much because I need one, but because I just want to have an excuse to do that handwriting, I think, which I hadn't really put much thought into before. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited to see what you guys um, share about lists. And uh, I've thought of a few things to share with you guys today, too. But I think it's going to be a fun thing to chat about.
1: That's so funny, Ashley, because I would love to be that kind of list maker. I would love to have pretty lists. (laughs) <laughs> but I don't think my lists are pretty. I think, um, yeah, I think they're much more functional than um, not. And, and yeah, and and my children do say quite often that my handwriting is quite difficult to read. Um, so I guess my lists are definitely for me. It's about um, yeah, jogging my memory because if I, I think I do a lot of thinking, and I may have a tendency to overthink. So having a list enables me to um, to empty some of those thoughts. Maybe it's a bit like um, Dumbledore in the Pensieve, mm. these memories. But I'm doing that with my thoughts. And I'm thinking now, actually, what a great present that book that I got all those years ago would be for your son. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, I know that you, I know that you can get lots of these list books, and they they can be really cool. And of course, some of them can go out of date really quickly as well, can't they? When we were looking um we were looking recently for some books but um yeah so I'm wondering if you don't make lists in quite the same way that I do how do you capture all of the information that's that's work? or maybe it's not worrying around your mind like it's worrying maybe you just are more organized generally
3: than I am (laughs) I can be hard
1: (laughs) no
3: (laughs) I could just share quickly because I was thinking about that because right now is probably the time in my life where I make the least amount of lists. Um, So when I was in school myself, and then also when I was working full time, I absolutely had lists. Um, I think most of them would have been to do lists. um, So I could just write down everything I needed to get done and I wouldn't forget and I'd refer back to those lists and cross them off. But now to organize myself, and I love I can relate to what you're saying, Haley about like writing it down so that you don't have to continue thinking about it or worry that you're going to forget about it. But I do mine now like I have um, something like, like a weekly calendar, I guess is what it would be sitting on my counter. So I'm very visual. So I do need that just like right in front of me, if it's kind of like tucked away, I don't look at it enough. Um, And I just kind of jot whatever I need down there um, for a week, maybe a week ahead if it's, you know, like an appointment or something. Um, and that does turn out to be a list um, that I that I have on a regular basis to just, yeah, not forget what we have coming up. And then, and I can talk about this more later if it comes up again. The other thing I do, which you guys know, and Erin, you see me share this in one of our other communities, um, is I will make a list of all the things we have done not all the things actually and i've I've probably talked about it on here already um but kind of that reverse planning idea so i will just jot down in a like a agenda uh type book what we did a few things that we did each day um and again that turns into a list too um but other than that it would just be if I'm making lists with my, with my guys. But as far as like my own personal lists, I think right now that's pretty much it, which to me doesn't seem like very much. I definitely did more in the past. So when
2: you're talking Ashley, and then just what you kind of said there before Haley, I'm wondering what the relationship is. Um, Like, not that, not that I expect either of you, just kind of, I'm interested, like globally, what is the relationship between, Um, how we record information or, or kind of put, bring things outside of our brain and overwhelm, because it sounds like, like Haley, when you're describing it, and I've heard other people describe this too, it's kind of like it moves it out of you. Like it's, you have all these things swirling, maybe, and you, it's a way of organizing or compartmentalizing, maybe, and it moves it kind of out of yourself. Um, and then Ashley, when you said you were talking about being very visual, and that that kind of makes me think, I I think I get visual overwhelm really easily. So I think I think I play with this a little bit. Um, I think I tend to be more of an auditory learner and a more of a. Um, so for me, seeing it all in front of me. It's like, holy smokes, that's a lot of stuff to do (laughs) where it's almost like if I, if I don't put it out there visually, I mean, I, Hayley, I can completely see how, how moving it out would, would it, it organizes it and it would seem less overwhelming, but I think because I get visually overwhelmed, it just seems like too much in front of me. Um, so I guess then back to your question then about like, how do people organize information if they're not, if they're not making lists and I'm still thinking about this, you know, I was thinking, I, I was thinking a little bit about batch the grocery store idea. So if I'm going in the grocery store, I think what I do is I develop a rhythm. So I'm, I'm, it's not really just random. I definitely have an order that I walk around the store in. However, let's say that I was, um, let's say I was going to be going to a potluck and I had to make a particular thing. I would probably get all those. In, I wouldn't stick to my area of the of the store. I would get all my stuff. Like I, and I might make a list for that. If it's something I haven't made before and I'm going to a, a potluck, I would at least I would at least make a mental list, right? Like I would be thinking it through. So I would probably go gather those ingredients and I'd think, okay, I've got the ingredients for the thing I have to make. Now I'll go back to my regular, like kind of like my regular rotation. So I think maybe for me, it has to do with what is my responsibility to other people versus to myself. So whether this is good or not, I don't know, but if I have a commitment to somebody else, I'm much more likely to be diligent about getting that on a calendar somewhere. Whereas for myself, I'm like, well, you know, we'll aim for it. (laughs) But so I wonder too, if there's just some prioritizing there too. Um, And I mean, I, I think I would like to prioritize my own stuff more, but for whatever reason, that just hasn't been something I've, I've done. I think I will operate with the mindset of like, Okay, I've I'm I'm finished all the sort of expectations for other people, and now I can decide if I want to do something for myself. And I'm I think I'm trying to shift that a little bit um, to add those pieces for myself in, you know, as those priorities too. So I don't know. This kind of shifts to a self care thing in, in places. I think, but well,
1: you yeah. just make make you just made me think about. Um, I don't know if you've heard of. Gretchen Rubin, she's got a, a one of these personality quizzes, and I think it's called the the four tendencies, and it's to do with your motivation and yeah, what motivates you? Is it um you know are you motivated by goals that you set yourself or are you multi, you know are you more motivated by having an external um, kind of source of accountability, which which is so interesting because when we're thinking about how um how we want to support our children with their motivation. Um, Then yeah, whether or not which kind of personality you are is probably going to have yeah, quite an influence then on whether or not lists are going to be a useful tool in your, in your household, aren't they? And it's interesting because one of my daughters makes a lot of lists, but she actually said something very similar to you the other day about how, um, if I saw all, all we were talking about household tasks actually, and um, or not household tasks, uh, household maintenance. guess yeah, I guess kind of things that needed to be done in our house. Um, there are a lot of things that need to be done in our house. Um, in te- you know, in terms of um, fixing things and decorating, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, I I was suggesting typical of me uh, that we should walk around the house with a clipboard and write a list of all the things that needed doing. I thought that would be kind of fun and um, yeah I think most most of the rest of my family were horrified that that would be um, yeah totally overwhelming and I think that yeah it's really interesting what you said about um, if you saw it written down because I think it there is this idea isn't there yeah that you're you know some people would say, your brain is for having ideas not for storing ideas but any of us if we're overwhelmed we're not very good at having ideas are we so it, so, so, if the, the act of writing a list makes you overwhelmed then I guess that's going to stifle your creativity isn't it whereas for me my creativity I feel like is stifled from having um, having all those ideas in my head because I can't think about anything new because i'm regurgitating all the things um that i that i'm that i'm already thinking about i guess and that's why the act for me of writing it down is is liberates me from that i guess whereas for you erin i'm getting the sense that that's not the case
2: yeah i think you know and i know i i i think yeah i think that's it and and yet i'm thinking about the fact that um when when I, when we're doing something that, um, I guess I'll use the word official. So like yesterday, my daughter went for her driving test, for example, and those kinds of things, I, I wouldn't call it a list exactly, but I, I do kind of, and I would say I do it verbally, but I'll kind of go over that. Um, and, and I think what I do maybe instead of, so whereas my husband would write a list of like you know, what documents does she need? To, you know, is the windshield, or sorry, is the uh, glove compartment well cleaned out, you know, to find, like, just kind of getting things organized. What I tend to do maybe is make my list, um, like, physically. So, for example, then if, when I got up in the morning, there was, you know, like, the stuff that we needed to go, whether that was water bottles, whether that was, um, you know, my, the ownership or the proof of insurance or whatever, I'll tend to kind of put those in like a pile on the bookshelf. And so in a way I feel like maybe that operates as a list. This this is the, this is the stack of things that we need, that we need right before we go. But I'm also curious about how personality plays. Um, So it was an interesting experience because my husband was able to go yesterday too. And my, my daughter had wanted him to go and, (laughs) <laughs> you know, we, he's very much a list maker and he's very organized and he's very, um he's a very efficient personality. And my daughter is as well. They are list makers. They're, they um check off boxes. They're, they're very different than I am that way. But I also realized that if we needed to pivot with something yesterday, it wasn't as bothersome to me as it was to my husband. So I think we, like There were so many things that came up that I wouldn't have even, I'm like, well, we'll just do this then. And he's like, well, you know, <laughs> so I, I think that so much of, of of the way we do things is also driven by um, what's our tolerance level for error. And I would say even for myself, there are certain activities I have a really high tolerance level for error. If if we make a mistake, it's not a big deal. There are some things in life, though, that I do really want to make sure that I kind of get as right as possible. And that's, I think, when I start stacking, I I make my stacking list. Maybe that's how I have to start thinking about this stuff, right? It's like a list with physical, with all the physical things. Um,
1: The problem for me, Erin, is I might not see that stack. Yeah, it, it might be right in front of me, but I might not see it. <laughs> um, whereas maybe I've trained myself to look at my list. But in terms of being, yeah, I'm not a very visual person. I, there are other members of my family who are brilliant photographers, and I uh, and I disappoint them dreadfully when I take a photograph of them and there's a tree sticking out of their head or something because I. <laughs> I'm seeing the person that I love, but I'm not seeing the background that that is all around them. So I I don't think I am very visual like that. So I could easily miss my stack, And that's
2: interesting.
3: I will say I do the same thing, Erin, and I hadn't thought about it. And it almost, as you were explaining that, like making a physical list, to me, I was like, oh, it's it's skipping the written list and going right to um, just, Getting the stuff that you need. And I definitely do that now, especially gathering like I'm thinking if we're going out for a walk or to a park or something like I start putting all the stuff by the backpack, but I don't necessarily always pack it because I want to be able to check it all I want to visually look and see that we have it all before we put it in. And I'll do that even when I have a list, I've been known to, I don't know what this says about me, but I've definitely been known to have a list even at the grocery store and I'll have something on the list and I will come back from the store and I I didn't get it. So (laughs) I will make lists um, and not maybe do the best job using them because it's not just the grocery store either. Um, And my husband is not like that. And he also doesn't do like what you're describing as the physical list. Like he very much writes the list. And is very good at using the list. Um, whereas, yeah, I can see his list and be like, "Whoa, that's a that's a long to do list." I don't want to look at all of that. I want to look at just like the top three. So, it's, I think it is. It's very much to do with, um, yeah, the different personalities and how that plays out. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, think, sorry. Go ahead, Haley.
1: Um, no, I was I was just thinking about that that because you're kind of touching again on that overwhelm. And when you were talking, Erin, I was thinking about, um, when, you, you were mentioning the word flexibility came to my mind. You were talking about how, um, yeah, you, you had more, I think you said more of a margin of error, didn't you, in terms of, um, going about your day. And maybe not that I'm suggesting that, that your husband is not flexible in terms of his thinking,
2: but I'm thinking he, that might he's, he's really not Haley, and he's. <laughs> he's fine for me to say
1: that (laughs) well I'm thinking about myself and I would I would say I I I can totally empathize with him I think I get him very much because I I feel um yeah my my capacity to be flexible if if events change or if somebody springs something on me I struggle with transitions I I think I may have mentioned this in a, a video before and I I remember reading about little about small children when I had small children and about how you know, often small children struggle with transitions, and part of our role is to facilitate that for them and give them more warning and, and, um, yeah, support them through those transitions. And when I was thinking about supporting my children, I realized that actually it wasn't necessarily always them that struggled with the transitions, it was me and my family. I'm sure will say to you that if, if somebody comes along and says, Oh, I've had this great idea. Shall we do this Saturday night? My default is probably no, no, no. I don't, I don't think so. But they, know, but I know and they know now that, that my first answer is not necessarily um, my real answer, I guess. You know, if you give me a bit more time, then I may well be very on board with this. And I remember reading an article that you did, Erin, about external and internal processes. And I feel like this links really nicely to that as well because I'm an external processor, um, and I think you were saying, you know, if you have a child who is more of a an internal processor, and they come to you and say that they want to start, I don't know, uh, a business, um, I don't know, a card card making business or something, and they're an internal processor, then you may well think they've done a lot of the thinking about that. And they may be further ahead in terms of their process of starting that business. Whereas if somebody who's an external processor says that to you, they may actually not end up not doing that. It was just kind of an idea that they need to talk out with you to decide whether they want to do it or not. So the decision is at a different stage, depending on whether you're
2: processing it internally or externally. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, that makes so much sense. And then when it, it also is interesting, verbal processing versus written processing, because as you're saying that, I'm thinking, okay, then, yeah, as an external processor, you might be more likely to organize your thoughts in writing or make a list. An internal wouldn't be, which I think can be true. And it's funny, I'm thinking of a couple of of my kids, like. So one that I would have said was an external processor. I actually asked him last night before this conversation, I'm like, do you make lists? Like, I just thought I would sort of get his. And he said, I don't think so. Why? (laughs) And I don't think he does written lists, but I think it's because he he's verbally processing. And my daughter, who I have always considered to be an internal processor, although I think that's changing a little bit. It's funny how we can I mean, we do change, right? And our our kids change. Um she has so much written record of everything, right? So it's it's to do lists, it's reverse planning, kind of as you mentioned, Ashley. It's um and it's not just to do lists, like on a practical level, like she will write out, she'll map out kind of how she wants to build certain skills and when she's aiming for and what she imagines that will look like. So maybe, maybe internal processing, even if it's maybe, maybe people aren't necessarily internal processors just because they're not talking about it. Maybe they're just putting it outside of themselves in a different Way so it, but yeah, that whole idea is interesting, isn't it? About kind of how we each come to make those decisions, and yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're all complex beings, aren't we? And some of the like the the personality quiz that I was talking about before, I think that those things that can be really fun to get us to understand ourselves a little bit more. But it doesn't mean that we're going to fall wholly into one box. And not another are we i guess that's that's the thing isn't it yeah we're we're, we're complex and we're ever changing and things will depend on our um i suppose on our mood and the sort of resources that we've got available to us won't they yeah. um but one of the things I, I i think as well for me living in an unschooling way with my children for me i think lists have helped me to be able to be more flexible and to – I think because if I've got an idea in my head – let's see if I can explain this well enough. If I've got an idea in my head, I'm a bit fixated by it until I've got it out of my head and put it on a list. So in terms of um, our lists are not necessarily to-do lists. So the idea that, you know, I was talking, I think, before about um, adventure lists um, and joy lists. They're not necessarily things that we have to do. They are ideas, I guess, for things that we could do. And I guess if I'm holding that bit of information in my head, um, maybe of a certain project, that I think, oh, yeah, this would be a good idea for my children to do. Um, once I've got it out onto paper, and I, and I feel, I suppose, that it's recorded then as well for us to come back to later, then maybe I won't feel the tugging inside to make them do it if that makes sense. I can't, it, it enables me to be much to to feel like these things are much more invitations, which is a want, what I want them to be. I want them to be invitations rather than me because I want to be a, you know to be facilitating their own um, decision making. But at the same time, being able to give them lots of ideas for, um, yeah. I think when, I think one of the discussions that we had, Erin, you said you used the word menu, that you liked the idea of lists as being a menu. And I think in terms of strewing, mm-hmm. that, that, um, you know, that works really well, doesn't it? It's, um, and opp- so the lists are an opportunity for me to prevent present 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 a menu i guess of things they're invitations they're things that possibilities rather than things that we have to
2: do yeah
3: that makes me think about something that i didn't first think about as a list but as you're talking Haley, i it, it is a list um that i did with my youngest. I don't know if it was the end of August or or beginning of September, but kind of as one season was ending and we were getting ready for um, another season and we did the whole sitting down, I think, because what I'm getting at is like when you're part of a family and when you're a parent, Everybody has their ideas and dream, dreams and wants and needs and hopes and wishes. So what we did in this situation, because he kept coming to me saying, I want to do this. And when can we do this? And oh, I have this idea. And I was I have my own thoughts and ideas. And then I have my other kids thoughts and ideas. And then we have our family's thoughts and ideas. So I said, do you want to sit down? And I didn't say make a list, but or maybe I did. I don't remember. But um, we kind of did it on like a big piece of paper what, what's everything that you want to do in September? I think we did September or did we do, I think we did it monthly. Maybe we even did it for fall and winter. I have to go back um, and take a look, but he loved it because we sat down and I wrote it on the piece of paper and everything. I said, just tell me all your ideas, all your wants, all your desires and wishes for this month or this season. And I think the act of him seeing me write it out for him, um, For for me, I was like, okay, I won't forget because now we have this record and I can go back to it when we're, you know, making plans and stuff um, and I can offer it. But I think he felt really, um, I don't know, like I was taking his ideas and his wants seriously because mom's writing it down. So, and I think that is something I've, um, maybe not so much intentionally, like the message I've given the kids, but we do write a lot of things down. Like if I can't keep up with all the questions, I'm like, let's write it down and we'll come back to it. So if you write something down, it must be, you know, important. Right. Um, So we did, we made a list of all of the things that um, he could think of at that time. And it was understood that we don't, we might not do all those things. There were some big wishes on there, but I think that was part of the fun too, to just enjoy dreaming and um, that made me think back to how my husband's done it and we've done it together. Like, well, we've made lists, not so much these days, but we made um, lists in the past about like all the places we want to visit. Um, you know, like what are the top 10 places we hope to go to together or with, you know, with the kids or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I now I'm going to start rambling, so I'll stop. But I think um, as a family, you know, whether you're homeschooling or not, It is um, fun to do those types of lists, but it's also like in a practical sense, um, writing it down. And that's the type of list I, I will go back to and refer to for someone else, almost like what you were saying, Aaron, because when I write those lists of my wants and wishes, I'm much less likely to refer back to those. And I think that's actually contributed to why. I've maybe stopped writing those lists for myself. Um, so that's probably something for me to f- reflect on more. But definitely practical for, um, you know, this upcoming season to to strew something or to invite um, my kiddo to go do something that they mentioned, you know, a month previous or something like that.
2: Yeah, I love
1: that. I I, I love the the emphasis you place now on my like- Um, helping them to know that you're taking it seriously i think that's like really lovely and i i remember when um so i've got four children and i feel like when they were little i had um not all the time but i had two children who were the kind of children who could never visit a museum um (laughs) funny story but a museum um gift shop without buying something and then i had two other children who were very much like, like but, you know, I'm taking my money very seriously, and it will have to be something amazing for me to buy it in this museum gift shop. Um, and funnily enough, their their kind of financial habits as they've got older have not necessarily stayed the same. But anyway, I remember re- I remember thinking, oh, you know, do we have every gift shop we go in? We have to buy something, even if there's nothing there that they really want. They just cannot leave without buying something. And I I remember reading. Yeah, I remember reading. Somebody said, write it write it down for them tell them that you're going to put it on the list and then and I know that's a tip for people who are budgeting as well as it kind of if you want something write it on your list and then look in a few few weeks if you still want it then maybe you can buy it but that that really changed our experience in gift shops the being able to oh can I put it can I put it on the list can we can we put it on the list and then and sometimes we did go back and buy things and sometimes we didn't but it really helped to to yeah I, I guess to feel validated that this is this is okay to want this thing you know it didn't always it, it, sometimes people still want to try it then and there it didn't make our life completely <laughs> um, hassle free but it, it definitely helped so i think it was to do with that being taken seriously
2: hmm. i wonder sometimes too like how each of us as parents because of course we have different personalities in the family so you know the, the kids and our spouses and personality, but I don't know. I've, I've, I often find myself reading about these great ideas. I mean, you've each just shared one and I don't know. I find when I try to do things like that, so this, I'm wondering if this is more me or if it's more just the um, kind of culture of our family, or if it's me kind of influencing the culture of the family. When I've tried to do some of those things, it never seems to quite fly. Like nobody really, nobody, um, nobody ever flat out rejected it. But for some reason, like Haley, you know how much I've loved your joy list. Like I'll read those. And I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. And I've sent that, I've sent the both the Christmas one and the, um, I think there's a, sort of a regular joy list post. And I've sent that to people and I've posted it places because I think it's so great. And I think it's a way of, generating conversation and even just like self-reflection what what do we want out of this season and yet I feel like for us when I try to do things like that they never really um like I can remember hearing about lots of different families who do sort of like goal setting at the beginning of each season And I just feel like my kids kind of look at, like, look at me, like, "Well, I'm already doing it. You already know what I'm doing." So I don't know. Somehow it never seems to quite, um, like, Sarah at Happiness comes here has um, pictures and and these great things of, like, I think it's a question wall. And so anytime somebody comes up with a question, you know, it's. And I thought, oh, that's just so cool because it's a way of, I mean, we all have those things that pop into our mind, and then it's like. It, it would be fun to, to record that and put that up. And I don't know, when I've tried to do things like that, it just comes off as not being quite a fit for, for our family. So I guess I'm pondering now how much of that is me and I'm just kind of not able to pull it off. <laughs> or is it just, yeah, like I, it's funny, even I remember last year saying to my daughter, you know, what do you kind of want to, like, what are you thinking about fall or what what do you what would you like it to, to look at look like and i just kind of like well what do you mean i you know i'm doing this 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 I'm like, never mind it's just a cool homeschool idea i read about <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but
1: you see, if you've already, if you've already, if you've already, you, if you've already got that organisational capacity, then you're kind of making work for work's sake, aren't you? Really, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're already there. Whereas, yeah, I guess for us, because maybe our minds work a different way, or, or maybe, like you say, it's about us. It's about me in my home and you in your home. Setting a tone I guess that that everybody else is is very much influenced by I guess um maybe 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 it's genes they're they're influenced by the fact that they you know who knows I don't know I don't
2: know yeah I don't know it's it's fun it's just funny to think about though isn't it just the different kind of ways that yeah us and our children and how that all kind of flows together but yeah, I,
3: I can share because I really, really loved when you first shared um, about the joyless Haley and the the post that you had on that. That was just something that was like, I am definitely doing that. That sounds like a lot of fun. And um, my husband had no interest, but I think that came down to him being busy, just not not in the right state of mind to sit down and do something like that. Like I clearly was. And my one, my younger guy who likes lists was, you know, participated alongside me, alongside me. My other guy, though, Aaron was very much like, you know what I like, why do we need to write it down and just didn't see the the point or the value. But he's not my list guy. Um, he's not interested in lists for anything. And it's even as I was listening to you share about that, Aaron um also doesn't want to really spend too much time and I know I, I mean I don't know why for sure I don't want to assume too much but when I'll say like what do you want to do this month or what do you, or what do you want to do this week <laughs> or what do you want to do this season um whereas you know my younger guy will have will start brainstorming and think of things and we can kind of write a list my other guy again is kind of like well we'll just do it when we do it um or let's just go do it now. Or same with like a project. Um, You know, he, he'll be planning this project that he wants to do. And I kind of go to like, let me write down so I can remember and we can kind of get organized a bit. And he's just ready to jump in. Like, let's just do it. Like, kind of like, I don't need to talk about it in that way. Let's just more go ahead and do it. Um, but the one thing I, I wanted to say about with the 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 joy list and those types of lists for us is I wonder too right now with my guys, they're still so young and we spend so much time together, right? Like we're together all day, every day for the most part. So I wonder if it'll change as they get older and they become a bit more independent and they start doing more things without me. So when I check in and say, what's bringing you joy right now? like What are you really enjoying spending your time doing? or what do you hope to do this season and and how could i help with that or something i wonder if then it, it will be um yeah like easier for them to be like oh i want mom to know this or i want mom to be aware of this and they'll appreciate they'll appreciate the question a little bit more um so i could see that that those types of activities changing maybe over time or maybe not i mean different personalities like we've said
1: well that's interesting because my children were older when <clears throat> we started home chain so maybe because my my eldest two were eleven and nine, um, so so maybe yeah maybe I, I don't know. and also they've had a long period of time at at school, whereas you know that's that's a different situation isn't it? I don't know, you know it's interesting, or it might just be that you guys have just got so much better memories mm. <laughs> than 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 um, <laughs> than we have. I don't know, it's an interesting thing, but I I like. I think one of the dangers of lists definitely and it and it is something that I know is a personality trait for me. There is a danger in too much planning, not enough action. Um, and yeah, so so for me I could easily get I'm a great planner. Um that that, there's a saying isn't there but the execution that's where I kind of fall down (laughs) um so I think that that is definitely something to bear in mind that if you spend all your time making lists then you're taking up a lot of time that you could actually be getting out doing those things so so you know your son is 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 not wrong in the sense that you know let's just do it you know and if that works for you then that that is definitely the way to go isn't it um and I guess that, that's what, what we come back to all the time is the beauty of, of home education is being able to uh, more easily, I guess, go with those different tendencies, tendencies of our, our children. And I think um, you mentioned earlier, actually, about the planning. And I think for me, that was an interesting thing to think about. How do we, um, how do we remember what we've done? Do we need to remember what we've done? Are there things you know, bearing in mind that we're thinking about, um, you know, we're thinking about an unschooling lifestyle. Do we need to track things? Do we need to remember them? Um, That's a uh, question for us
2: to ponder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think people's initial assumption is that there's not, um, there's not a lot of planning involved right? And there's not a lot of, of whether that's lists, or whether that's sort of big picture thinking, or whatever, that it's kind of, um, you know, go with go with the flow. Um, but I think even in that, like kind of the course of natural life, well, the, the license would be an example, the, the driver's test that I mentioned would be an example of this. You know, my daughter had had a really busy beginning of the summer, she's got some stuff coming up, we've got a couple of us sharing a car for, for work. Um, and in order to make that natural life event work, which is the driver's test, we had to structure a lot of time in to make sure that she um, had the amount of driving practice that, well, that A, she needed probably for the test, but that B, she was comfortable with because she like she's not a person that would try a driver's test without being really, really sure that she had um, you know, that she was really comfortable with the, the skill and the knowledge. So looking at that and kind of, of, I guess, maybe planning backwards and saying, okay, this is, this is the date of the license. What do we need to get here? I'm working these hours. My son who needs the car is working these hours. My daughter's working here these hours. So how do we, um, how do we fit this in and how do we make it, uh, like not just fit it in, but make it, make it work make sure there are lots of of good opportunities in doing different kinds of driving and so even though that's a natural life opportunity that she just wanted to do there's actually a lot of planning in that and a lot of a lot of scheduling so it's it's interesting how we can think oh it's just you know let's just go with the flow whatever comes up but the things that come up often naturally involve some planning which which is how our kids build those skills that people can't imagine they would, they would build. And, and I think, and maybe I'm a little bit off topic here, but if I look at the difference between um working with a few of those obstacles and kind of working together to make that happen versus saying, well, driving classes this day each week, it actually requires more skill to kind of get into those more natural pieces and, and, and figure that out. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just something that comes to mind, Haley, around that because I think it is a uh, a misunderstanding, right, about what a self directed life can can look like. And I would say, like she she is is such a list maker, and not just a list maker, a vision. She has visions, and she has goals, and she has objectives written down to meet the goals. Um, and that's, that's one way to be really self-directed. Not not everybody directs themselves in that way, but I think we hear words like self-directed learning and we just think it's almost just sort of willy-nilly. It's kind of going off in whatever direction we feel like, but it can actually be quite disciplined. And for lots of people, it does involve lists and vision planning and um, calendars, <laughs> right? Just all those those tools those planning tools i guess
1: yeah i think it's the the um yeah remembering that we're not living in a an absolute all or nothing kind of way that it's not the case that that i'm i'm doing all the planning for my children or i'm doing none of the planning for my children it's more that we're living in a kind of uh a partnership where i see my role very much as um, supporting them not just to I guess to to um, yeah to help them to think of all the possibilities and opportunities that there might be. So to bring them I guess ideas that they might not have thought about, but also to be somebody there for them so that if they do have something that they've talked about wanting to do, like you said about the driving driving license, that you can be somebody, yeah, that helps them to think about what the bigger picture is, I guess, and what all the steps might be. You know, some, some children will be more um, willing, responsive, Whatever you know, they'll want to do more of those things than others. And that, you know, and we know, our, you know, we obviously go through that process of, of seeing, um, yeah, how our children want to manage that. But it's more, one of the most important things about my role, I guess, is being a little bit of a, a memory for them. I guess maybe that's one of the reasons that i make this is because i i you know they tell me they really want to do something and then um i can be somebody who says you, you know you did say you really wanted to do that hey do you, do you still fancy doing that do you what you know shall we we could do this to, towards it or we could do that or you know and then they're free to say oh yeah yeah that's great thanks yeah i really want to do that or they can say no nah, no not anymore that's kind of um so I suppose it's that more about um facilitating and be yeah, being yeah, supporting them to do whatever it is that their goals are.
3: And yeah. I think it looks a lot different than what I thought it would look like when we first started, um, as far as like planning and because I did, I can remember back to when we first started and I had lists. I, I think I had a lot of lists. Um, what do we need when we're homeschooling? Because I mean, you kind of, we've talked about it before, like you take on that responsibility of your children's education and you kind of go, okay, i got to get organized, got to get all the stuff. What do we need? Lists of materials. Um, and I, I, I think I, I thought I'd spend a lot of my time writing down um, like, Lesson plans, right? Like I'd be planning ahead and I'd make a a list of all the um, things that I wanted my kids or thought my kids should learn, you know, during that school year or what, or whatever. Um, And so I thought there would be a lot of that involved. And that's definitely not been our experience. Um, I think because I learned early on through my kids, that for me, this may not be true for any for other people. But for me, it was a waste of time. Um, Because I can make all the plans in the world. (laughs) But they have their own ideas. And they make their own plans, not by themselves. um, But they come up with their own ideas. And then we make the plans as we go. And I just wasn't, I'm not the type of person to spend too much time you know, pulling from the curriculum and putting plans together, you know, for my kids to say, we don't want to do that today. Like I'd be frustrated by that. Or even like um, people talk about it with strewing. What do you plan to strew? How do you um, try to think how people have asked this before around strewing? Because um, I think it's similar to working from a curriculum or a lesson plan, but like, do you have a schedule for strewing? And I'm like, oh, goodness, no, <laughs> I, I wouldn't bother. And again, that might work beautifully for some families. But um, it really would just be if I if I enjoyed it, I could do it. But it wouldn't be for any other purpose, because my guys just have their own ideas. So when I spend the time, like at the beginning, writing down a list of things we were going to do, that's not what we did. So I stopped doing that. (laughs) And um, it was more so exactly what you were saying, Aaron, like as things come up. Um, So it's almost like I keep thinking of the term like a living document, right? So it's not to say that I never sit down or quickly jot something down or some ideas down or a list or or a little bit of a plan even, um, but I keep it very brief because I know it can change and it's flexible and um, sometimes we never go back to it and sometimes we do, but it, there always has to be like that flexibility um, because I, when you're following their lead and their interests, you just... You can't, for me, we couldn't plan too far in advance. Um, we're just kind of more like planning as we go, I guess. And um, and then one other thing I wanted to quickly say about how we've, I do the reverse planning where I often, not all the time, but I often record down what we've done and where we live. I don't need to report. So this would be different if we had to report, but I really just do it because I choose to. I've yet to, to really ever look back at what I've written down which I find very interesting um it's like a comfort I think to know that I have that there like I because I don't have a very good memory so knowing that I can go back six months or you know this time last year I do it through my phone through pictures as well um a little bit but I I know that I can if for whatever reason I ever had to go back <laughs> or I was just out of curiosity um I I've and not in detail, but just, like, lists of what we did and jotted things down. But it's really out of comfort. But I do find it really interesting that lots of times when I do write that stuff out, I – so far, anyway, and this might change maybe um, as they get older and we do different things, but I rarely look back. So I also find that quite interesting.
1: Yeah, I wonder, I, I Erin, wonder, for you, I know with, with having older children, we've had um... – because I've kept over the years, yeah, I have kept things largely for yeah, for our memories and um because i because it's just uh yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it, to look back and think about what what were we doing, you know, what we what was so and so interested in whenever. But as my children have got older and one of them's moved out, they've got more um uh intentional about what they want to keep, I guess. And so I passed on to to the older ones, but memory boxes I guess of things. But those memory boxes have been quite big sometimes because I've, you know, not been able to get rid of paintings that they've made and um and stories that they've written. And of course that they then get they then have this and think, Well, I don't know why you're keeping this for all those years. (laughs) So you kind of yeah. So you don't want to um yeah, you, you don't want to overburden them with loads of stuff that they then got to sort, sort out one day. But you, yes, it's kind of, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. I mean, that's to do with my hoarding tendencies as well. Whereas, you know, other people won't necessarily have those. Um, but we definitely, I mean, we've, we've looked back on those more, more actually as they've got older, I guess. And part of that has been about them, yeah, them then chucking stuff out <laughs> after they thought, right, okay. Um yeah, we don't
2: need that anymore. But it's been fun to look at it. So I I'm curious if either of you um so whether it's a written list, Haley, or or and I know you enjoy doing some too, Ashley, or whether it's um I guess I'm thinking about I'm thinking of this differently now about my sort of I can't remember remember what I called it, but it's almost like my my physical stack is my form of a list. Do you, um, once you've written it down, or once you've put things out, do you find that's out of sight, out of mind? Because I find for me, it's out of mind in the sense that I feel like, uh, okay, well, I've made an attempt, like, I feel like I've done something, I'm not procrastinating, I have things set out by the door. But sometimes I will do a lot of checking of those things. So I'm curious if that's the same with a written list, but I also find it depends on what the, um, what it is that I'm planning for. So this brings me back to the idea that I seem to have a lot more, um, seriousness about something for somebody else than I do for, for myself. So again, for any of my kids licenses, it's like, do we have the official documents? Have we, checked the tires have we like I'm kind of going through this checklist of making sure that's all fine and part of that is for them like I I want it to go smoothly for them uh and and part of it is I think a little bit of the idea of doing something official like I'm in a government building and I need to need to have my stuff ready you know like a, a little bit of of that maybe whereas when we're let's say packing to go camping which is a much bigger pack like there's a lot more things. I'm very relaxed about it because I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, there's certain things you want to make sure that you have, but it's almost as though if it, if something doesn't go right, there's no, um, I don't know, there's no official entity there who's going to, it, it, we just kind of have to pivot as far as the way we would, we would do things. So I don't know, like, do you find yourselves going over the list or does it depend what the nature of things are, you know, what the nature of the list is for.
1: Yeah, I, I think it does depend. And I think I do have issues with, um, as, I, as I said earlier, about being a, yeah, being a planner rather than a doer. <laughs> so I could get lost in my list and, yeah, keep trying to make that list perfect, I suppose. And, it, it, and I increasingly know that about myself so I'm trying to to um, yeah to work on that to make sure that, that I don't get um, that I don't get lost in in procrastination I guess you know so um but I am a check checker yeah I will check check and check again type thing yeah so um,
3: yeah I'm the same oh sorry haley go ahead No, I think I was just going to say that it depends. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, I'm definitely, um, I think even more so now, Um, I go back and check my any list um, often. Like I don't trust (laughs) that I checked it thoroughly enough the first five times. and. It's same as what you guys have said, it definitely depends on what it's for um, and if it's anything um, yeah, more serious or, or I'm like, be thinking like a doctor's appointment, um, something official, um, more pressure to make sure we've got everything we need. However, I will say that the longer I've been a parent, which I don't know if this would be the case for a lot of other parents, but... I think I was a little bit like when my guys were younger. I think I was a little bit more easygoing with, ah, oh, if we, you know, we're, if, if it's, we're just going somewhere. Um, I can't use camping as an example because we don't camp, but wherever, just out for the day or something, I'll just throw everything in the bag and if we forgot something, we'll make do, we'll solve the problem um, wherever we are. However, I will say that I sometimes, just getting out of the house and being somewhere, especially if it's for like the whole day or something or for maybe going to like, you know, going away for one night. Um, that in itself for us is not always easy. Um, and So mine are uh, 10 and 7, so not real little, but still young. And like I still, you know, help them get all their stuff together. Um, and I think because sometimes there's just already challenges as a family going away or being away for the day you know, I'm thinking like sensory things and just maybe someone's woke like maybe they're tired. Like there's just sometimes it's just not easy. So I have more pressure to at least try not to forget anything. Um, And I I can't off the top of my head, like they're water bottles or something that would just be like another, you know, small challenge, not a big challenge, but almost like I try to avoid (laughs) forgetting anything to to avoid, you know, other little problems that yeah, we probably could just solve wherever we are, but. Will we still have the energy to try to solve that problem? Does that make sense? Um, I thought it would probably be the other way the longer I was at this, but it's almost like I've learned, um, like, natural consequences to forgetting to bring certain things (laughs) for any of us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have checklists for all different, yeah, different clubs and activities that we go to. I have, yeah, a checklist on my phone. And that is really helpful. Um, Yeah, really helpful as long as I remember to look at it. Yep. So that's the, and that sometimes you need the you need another list to remind you of the list that you've got that you ought to be checking yeah <laughs> so you could go, go on and on couldn't
2: it oh and I think that yeah I think that's it's such a good point um Ashley and I think even though I don't necessarily make a lot of lists for for things or really much of anything but I I don't know I would say like I do a lot of I guess I could call it planning for personalities, right? Because you know, you're you're going somewhere and there's different variables. And um, yeah, so so you're kind of planning for yourself and what's going to work for you. But then you're also planning for those pieces, whether it's sensory stuff, whether it's people's um, people who need to stop to go to the bathroom a lot, people who don't understand why people need to stop to go. <laughs> to go to the bathroom, there's all the pieces, right? So you're planning for those personalities. And then I think I realized, I've been realizing this this summer, that I'm also planning for my self-care around planning for the personalities, right? So there's there's a lot of, there really are a lot of moving parts to it. And it, it's why I think sometimes, um, like, I appreciate this opportunity to kind of talk about the different ways that we make sense of our life because I think that there's maybe a bit of a bias toward um, like physical lists and checklists and, and calendars and that that indicates, you know, a certain level of organization or responsibility. But I think there are so many like very nuanced ways that we do that um, ahead of time on the spot <laughs> afterward thinking, reflecting back to what we could maybe do a little bit differently that we really, I think as parents, we are kind of in a continuous uh, circle of, of organizing and, and planning. And whether we think about it like that or not initially. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and I totally agree with you, Erin. And just on one of the specific points that you made, um, not, not everyone in our family, but at least some of us, have um, coping lists, have lists of things that um, I guess if we're not feeling so great, things that we can turn to that are going to help us uh, feel better, it maybe lists of things that give us more energy, kind of reminders, um, <laughs> yeah, of strategies that we can use if we're not feeling like, um, yeah, I don't know, the best versions of ourselves maybe. Or we're feeling really down or something. In fact, I wrote a blog post, um, and it, it called self soothing checklist. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, yeah, because that's been a list that I found really helpful for myself. Because again, coming back to my memory here, aren't we? When I, when I, um, maybe am feeling, know that I'm in a state of maybe feeling a bit anxious or feeling a bit, um, yeah or or in a procrastinating state or whatever it really helps me to have those actual lists of techniques and strategies whatever that I can use to help me to move forward yeah just to change the energy that's kind of yeah to change change my energy so we have lists for that as well
2: so many lists yeah oh my gosh There's like a couple different things that just kind of popped into my mind, so I guess before I forget, um, one of them was around the age of age of kids and how that maybe changes as far as keeping lists or um, I often think of like calendar, right? And I remember um, I don't remember exactly how old my kids were. I, I don't even think my youngest was probably born, so they were pretty little. And I remember being at a meeting and of course I was in the throes of like toddlerhood, infancy stuff. And it just felt, I mean, wonderful, but also exhausting. And I think those younger years, you can't, sometimes you can get through with the idea that it's, you know, it's it's going to be easier. It's going to settle down. And we were talking about calendars and um, I think I must've just mentioned how I don't, I mean, we have, again, we have, key things on the calendar but I don't put a lot on on the kind of the wall calendar and somebody made a comment oh well no I didn't when my kids were that age either but now that my kids are older we have so much more to think about and I I felt like confused and annoyed at the same time annoyed because I'm thinking your kids are 10 and 12 like this this is so this has to be so much easier right um but I I it is true that as kids get older they their lives are not so much our lives, right? Like we we they don't just come everywhere we go, or we you know they start to have their own um, interests and their own schedules. And so I do think that as my kids got older, I started to tap into the calendar more. And um, again, Haley, you know you're talking about lists for some of the activities, and I was thinking, so I don't really do that, but I think my version of that is having a basket where you know, if there's somewhere and there's like a forum that needs like it's like a place that I put stuff. So again, I think it's physical rather than, than writing it out. But when your kids are little, you don't have much of that to do. There's not even though it feels overwhelming in, in other ways, there there aren't those same sorts of um pieces that you need to to remember. The and the other thing that's kind of been coming up for me is this idea of, you know, for some personalities is list making possibly a recipe for disappointment, depending on how you manage things. And, and I can think about that from a to-do list perspective, like even, even in my paid work, I can make a list of, okay, I'm going to make these calls. I'm going to get these done. And, you know, two thirds of the people aren't available. So I don't actually get that done because they have to call back. Um, but then, you know, Ashley, you've made the point with our kids too, sort of holding those, um, so I guess this is a this is an interesting question. How do we remain forward thinking and plan for our kids, but also let go of the outcome? And I think we probably all have various ways of doing that. But but I wonder about that for some people is making the list. Depending on how you look at it, you know, does it then feel disappointing or pointless? Maybe maybe mm-hmm. pointless when those things don't. Um, don't pan out and I think that's also the difference then between is the list making to kind of move those thoughts out or are you holding tightly to the to the outcome of the list because I think within within unschooling that can be um that's hard if you're holding to the outcome
3: yeah that's yeah. when I don't pull those lists back out <laughs> yeah <laughs> really um yeah, I th- or, or don't make them in the first place with some things. Absolutely, because I felt like, yeah, and then if it gets done anyway, then great. But, yeah, I just often won't pull them back out, I don't think. And and then that works too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah whereas I think I'm the opposite. I think once I've made the list, I that's kind of like, well, I've made that list, so that's great, but I don't feel so fiercely attached to them, I, I, you know. Maybe I do, I, I mean, I definitely feel that sense of disappointment sometimes when I don't get my to-do list done. Um, but that's, a, that, that's just my list of, you know, personal to-dos that I've got to do. But when I'm thinking about lists that I kind of make for, I guess, for home education or lists that I make with my children, I definitely see those much more as, a, as just a list of possibilities. and And, and I think that helps me to detach, like you say, from holding on too tightly to us to thinking that we must get these things done. I, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess it's just, it's almost for me, it's a um, um, blogging, I don't know. Of, it uh, opens up my creativity, but I don't
2: feel bound to do them.
1: I, <laughs> I don't know.
2: That makes sense. Yeah, I love it and then when you're saying that Haley it almost makes me think that a list could almost be seen as brainstorming yeah right so you're you're getting you're moving things out <clears throat> excuse me but you're also yeah. um, like generating ideas at the same time but that's all they but if you if you just leave them there as ideas that's you don't give them the power to kind of you know um, lead you in the direction of having to have a set outcome with them. They're just, it's a way of creating and and coming up with some possibilities. Yeah,
1: and I think that's something to be very mindful of because I know definitely, like I'm talking about my to-do list being a, a burden, I guess, sometimes. I know that for different members of my family, that also can be, um, yeah, it, it, that can be something for them that they feel like, that. yeah, they've got these lists that they've got to do. And I guess that's been part of my being very trying to be very um, intentional about saying these are not things we have to do. These are just things that we could do. Yeah. Um, and, and and as they've got older, obviously, they, you know, there are some things that they decide. well, I'm not making a list on that because that makes me feel not so good. So, yeah, don't make that list. I'm all for that, definitely. Um, whereas for me, yeah, if I've got it all in my head, I'm feeling much more... Attached to it, I can release my attachment to. Um, yeah, it's okay. You don't have to learn Latin. I, I've written it on a list. <laughs> it's an aspiration, but now you don't have to do it. Whereas maybe you know, before I wrote it on the list, I was, I was just really, really attached to that idea. Um, I don't...
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, it makes me think too. Again, I guess you touched on this a little bit, but like our threshold for. Um, maybe it's how, how we spend our time and how we want to spend our time. So for example, for my husband, he would like to be very, um, have thing, like, I guess, as far as organizing things, let's just, as an example, um, for him having everything in a particular place, he wants to put that time in ahead of time. He knows where that is. I am that person that if I put things away in a really organized way, I, I'm not likely to find it again. It's much easier for me to have a few baskets that I just kind of like drop things into. Um, and often when I try to be really exact, I'm not able to find what I'm looking for. It's just not the way my mind works. So I think that maybe the way we organize things with lists and that sort of thing is maybe the same. It's like, where do you, where do you put your time and, and, and your effort, because even around things, my husband would have things quite itemized and, um, and it's very helpful. Like it's, it is very helpful, but yeah, it's just interesting how we all think differently. <laughs> we, all, we all, And it brings me to that thought about, about um, this idea about unschooling, being a very sort of disorganized or unstructured um, endeavor. And the idea that we do, you know, we read and we hear, and I've certainly lived it, that often kids will create their own structure, they will, and we can support them in that. Um, But that is so I find that to be so innate in kids, whether they want to structure their time, make lists, set goals, or whether they don't. And so I can imagine that if you had, maybe you only had one child, and you were unschooling, and that child wasn't keeping track of things or putting things on a calendar or making a list that you would think, Oh, like self-directed learning does not work. They can't, you know, they can't direct themselves or whatever. Whereas they might have a whole other system in place or it might not be that important to them. And there are all kinds of people in um, traditional, schools and who are also very disorganized right so it's funny how i think the tendency can be for us to attach um yeah to 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 attach that or kind of blame that on unschooling or or a self-directed way of doing things yeah
1: yeah definitely definitely and i love the fact that we weren't wholly sure about doing an episode on lists and yet we've managed to talk for so long. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So so I guess, yeah, I just want to ask you if if either of you've got anything else that comes to mind that you'd like to
3: um, share. Well, I was thinking, excuse me, I was thinking one thing that I think we have, I hope I'm not forgetting and I hope I'm not going to repeat any of us, but it's just making me realize something right now about list making that I know I've touched on it and we've touched on it a little bit, but this idea of um, for, from my experience, anyway, this list making as a way, whether it's the joy list, cause that was my intention. This was my intention behind doing the joy list together as a family. Um, I've done a list. Um, I'm thinking back to Haley, when you shared about, um, Oh, what was it? Like the, the self care lists that you refer back to. And it it really has me thinking about how I've done. um, That is another um, purpose I've done lists before is to share information with others. So like, um, when I was learning more about and focusing on my one kid, well, both my kids sensory needs, and then then starting to think about my own sensory needs, I started to write it down for myself to organize it, but definitely also for the purpose to share with others, like to share with my husband. Okay. This is what I've noticed about this kid and sensory needs. So if I'm not around, here's some ideas. Um, And same with the idea behind the joy list. So again, I hope I'm not repeating myself, but um, because I thought there was value in us um, really knowing what um, each of us found joyful. Um, So for the purpose of kind of having like a, a, Visual or like a written record for other people to share with other people within the family. Or, and then the last thing that I was thinking about was um, I still do it a bit, but more so when my guys were even younger, when grandma would come watch them, I would leave lists. (laughs) I don't know how she felt about it, but for the purpose of being helpful, here's all the snacks we have in the house that they would probably like. Here's the different meal options. I don't know what else I would have written down, but I remember. Once I started writing the list for her, I could do a few pages. So, but for the purpose of being helpful and sharing with others. So, which before um, I really spent time thinking about this topic, I don't think I really spent, I didn't really factor that in. And I've definitely spent quite a bit of time doing those types of lists.
1: Yeah, I think I'm sure that would have been really, you know, or is really helpful because it it just gives... Yeah, it, it, you're just giving such valuable information, aren't you? That's going to help to make things probably make things run more smoothly and to, to um, yeah, to help people, uh, yeah, with the, the task in hand or whatever. Um, I think there was one thing I wanted to mention, just to throw this idea out there of not to do this. The idea of things maybe that you don't want to do, I think, can be also an interesting thing to do. And what we do, um, one of my daughters shared this idea with me a couple of years ago, um, what do I want more of this year? But then also there was a what do I want less of this year? So kind of things that you, yeah, things that you're trying to stop doing. Um, and I'm trying to think of I think, um, and I can't think of something, but... <laughs> I'm sure that you can. I'm sure, you know. Uh, yeah. So um, it's been lovely talking to you um, and sharing all the lists that we do make and that we don't make and all the other ways that you can organise. Yeah, that you can organise yourself, your information, your um, yeah, your tasks in, in other ways. I think that's been um, fascinating. Mm-hmm. So... We will we will speak again soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, and
0: we'll say bye for now. And this ends our conversation today. We hope you found it interesting and helpful. If you'd like to connect further or see additional content, Erin can be found on the web and on Instagram at EverLearning. Ashley can be found on Instagram at Ashley as Mama and Storytime Shelves. And I, Hayley, can be found on the web and on Instagram at Taking a Kinder Path. We'd love it if you'd share this conversation with anyone you think might like it. And if you've enjoyed this episode, maybe you'd consider leaving us a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: We're so grateful you made time in your day to listen to us chat. Thanks so much for listening.